Hello and welcome to Inside Music, episode number 106. I'm your host, James Shotwell, and it's great to be with you again. This episode is a little different than recent ones on Inside Music, but I think you're going to enjoy it because it's a bit of an investigation, a little bit of an eye-opening exploration of something you're probably not familiar with. If you recall, in recent weeks, we've talked to a lot of up-and-coming artists about their struggles to get into the music industry, and if we've learned anything, I would hope that it's that every individual's journey in this business is different. There are a few things that connect us all, typically the passion and the drive we have if we find success, but overall, everyone is a little bit different. Everyone gets their own unique path in this business, and that's something that doesn't happen in a lot of other industries. So today, we're going to explore one of the more unique ones that I think a lot of people don't actually know exists. If you've ever been to a music festival, you've probably found yourself thinking this. What's with the hula hoops? And anyone that hasn't been to a festival, let me explain. You might have seen this at a concert in your area, especially if you're into EDM, but at every music festival, inevitably, there are a group of people with hula hoops, fire sticks, and a whole bunch of other objects that they are dancing with, manipulating, however you want to say it. And it turns out, that's a whole culture. In fact, some of those people you see at festivals are getting paid to be there. They're probably making more money than you are in music right now, and they're doing it without learning to play an instrument, and it's kind of fascinating. That might make some of you mad, but I find it fascinating. So in this episode, while I was back in Michigan, I found somebody who's a part of this movement, which is known as flow, or flow culture, or object manipulation, if you want to be really specific about it. But I found someone, my friend Layla, who has been in working on her activities and flow for a while now, and I figured she would be a good person that could explain this whole scene to me, because it's something that is completely foreign to me. Other than seeing it and probably making a joke about it at some point, I knew nothing about flow before this conversation, and now I know so much, and you will too once it's finally over. I don't mean that like it's a long conversation. It's only about 30 minutes, but we try to cover everything as fast as possible. You're going to learn about the careers people get in flow, how people learn, the community that exists there, and how you can get started if it's something that interests you. If not, that's okay too, but I think you're going to at least have a greater appreciation for what people who are into flow do when they go to these events because it's a lot of work. Like I don't even go to the gym when I know I should and these people make going to the gym part of what they do every single day in addition to usually working out because flow takes a lot of effort. Anyways, this is hopefully part of a series. I, I like the idea of exploring subcultures that a lot of people don't really talk about. I want to keep interviewing individuals. I like telling individual stories, and we do talk a little bit about Layla's personal journey in flow here, but I also want to understand the corners of the music industry that don't get a lot of coverage. Like, if you're a juggalo and you're listening to this right now, reach out to me because I want to know about juggalo culture. I don't want to make fun of it. I want to understand what it is that attracts you to it and what it is about the community that keeps you a part of it. So if you or someone you you know is a juggalo, please reach out. You can follow us on Twitter at Inside Music Pod or at Inside Music POD, and I'll be there to listen and accept your messages. Before we get to the show, I do want to tell you a few quick things. First and foremost, thank you for the response to recent episodes. It's always a risk to have up-and-coming artists on the show, but since we don't really care about numbers, we care about good conversations, I think it's always been a worthwhile risk, and your response has been overwhelming. A lot of great feedback, and we're going to continue this one-on-one -on -one series with up-and-comers in the months ahead. Secondly, this episode of Inside Music is brought to you by Holix, the music industry's leading digital promotional distribution company. And what that means is that Holix works with record labels and independent artists from all over the world to share new and unreleased music with the industry at large without fear of piracy. Holix makes this possible through fully customizable web pages and promotional emails that guarantee your music makes the biggest impact possible on members of the press, radio, and anywhere else in the music industry your music needs to go. 
For more information on Holix and access to a free 30-day trial, visit holix.com. That's H-A-U-L-I-X.com. I also want to encourage you to give the world a flow a chance. Maybe it's not for you, but it is great exercise. It's amazing cardio. So if you need something to get your blood pumping and you love music, why not put on your favorite album? Go buy a hula hoop, go buy some go buy some sticks, go buy whatever you want and just, you know, move your body. Get out there. Enjoy it. I think there's this there's these cool kid points that come with being in music too long. You start thinking like you're not allowed to enjoy music the way you did when you first fell in love with going to live events because someone might see you and think you're not acting like the over 25-year-old that you are, but in reality who cares? You know, you're there to enjoy live music, and if moving, dancing, doing flow is the thing that helps you to enjoy music, then that's what you should do. You should embrace it, and you should live your life, because at the end of the day, that's the only thing we have to do, live our lives. Now, I don't have any music for this episode, so I just chose a random song, though I I do want to give a little credit to the person behind it. So if your name's Hoodie Allen, and you recorded this song, Thank you so much. To everyone else, support Hoodie and be on the lookout for a new album soon. Enjoy the show. Are you having any fun? Are you having any fun? Check it. Yeah. If you ain't having fun, what you do it for? Quit your job, leave your wife, tell your kids you went on tour. You went out to get them snacks, ice cream, and some chocolate fudge. You the one they love, so if you disappear, they hold the grudge. Showing up at graduation, telling them you're proud they made it. Then it's back to your vacation, bumping Californication in your station wagon that you borrowed from your older neighbors. Left a note that you would take it. You kids get back here! Living life without responsibility, sort of sounds a deal to me. Change my name to Cavity, cause everybody feeling me. Heard some people say I ain't a real MC. Might become a chef the way these motherfuckers grilling me. Meanwhile, I got every Will Smith CD And the first two seasons of Felicity Rapping's like a gift to me Literally, I hit him with the pawn Like, yeah, baby, baby Are you having any fun? So, when you don't work, because you work a lot um, As you told me when I got here what, do you, what is like a typical day for you? I normally wake up early I try to be up before 9 a.m. Uh-huh. I spend like an hour doing yoga, stretching. I make a smoothie every day. I try to like really take care of my body because since I started hooping, it's rough. Like I used to eat nothing but junk food and pizza and all bad things. And like I never <laughs> had any energy. So now I try to like take care of my body in the morning, get it started with lots of like natural energy. And if I don't have to work, go to work and the weather's nice, I'm outside instantly. Yeah. I like to run or like even walk down trails or spend lots of time hooping or it's spinny poi, I've got stabs. <laughs> so it's like all all object manipulation pretty much, like serious okay. stuff. Yeah, I guess I mean I've I've known hooping longer than I've known you because of just being around music, but it wasn't until like I saw you post about it so much and I realized that like it I never considered it as like a fitness thing. And then I realized, like, I saw how seriously you took it and I was like, oh crap, like, that's actually work. That's just like exercising. Yes. Like, it's, I mean, I, and I guess, <laughs> and as dumb as it's going to make me sad, I guess all like dance and everything is a form of exercise. But like, I just, I guess most people probably don't take flow. Is that what, is that the word I should use? Yes. Flow. Yep, flow. Flow. Okay. We're learning everything. Um, all <laughs> uh, so flow is, I guess that's probably the first misconception. Most people don't think it's very serious, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't mean that like a disparaging but way. But you're right. You're right. Dude, when I tell people that I play with hula hoops, 
Yeah. They're like, how old are you? Yeah. I mean, that's, like, I guess that's your first thought, right? Right, exactly. And they're like, you're 26 years old and you still play with hula hoops all yeah. the time. <laughs> but, if anything, you play with them more and more. Yeah. It seems like. Yep. So take me back to the beginning. Like when, I know that you've always liked music, but like what, what starts the flow thing? Um, I went to Electric Forest in 2013 and okay. saw this girl with literally like six hoops on her body just going ham with these hoops and I was like what what are you doing how do you do these things so instantly came home started YouTubing it I was like damn there's like a whole community of people that are playing with these hoops I want to get into it so I bought a hoop and for like a year I just practiced in my backyard all the time for hours a day just learning all these new tricks and like learning how to put different things together and I like actually got good at it, which is weird yeah. for me because I'm like not one of those people that picks things up and is just like, oh, hey, good okay. at this thing. It, it, I would say that it seems like it's completely like altered your course in life. Yes. Which is weird to me because yes. people fall in love with music all the time and love, I know like banking guys that love metalcore and I love people that work at Amish restaurants that love hardcore gangster rap, but I've, it doesn't change like their every day-to-day -day life their soundtrack changes but this is like like it's a whole thing with you mm. and I, again I, i'm just trying to understand so i guess what is it like what is it that altered your view like what is it about this i honestly i don't know how to answer that question like i moved to grand rapids because i was working at a bar in baldwin and I unexpectedly lost my job and I had been wanting to move to the city because it had such a great music scene. And when I moved here, I was hooping at the intersection one night and this guy comes up to me and he's like, you need to be at this location on Sunday night. And so I went and it's like 15 people are standing out in the parking lot of this Ariel's gym with fire and they're like spinning all these fire props. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> this is magical. And so I, you know, I instantly like introduced myself and they're like, yeah, we do this every Sunday. You should keep coming. And so I did every single Sunday. It was like religiously, I had to be at these flow jams, le learning all these different props. And the people that I've met through flow arts are literally just the best people, like the friendliest people, and they have such big hearts and open minds and like just being part of a community that encourages people to grow, always grow, and with that growth, stay humble though, always be willing to help others because that's what the flow life is all about. Like these flow festivals that we go to, they're workshops. It's just all day you have all these classes and you have these incredible, talented teachers they just want you to learn all the things and they'll sit down with you and like when you're like I don't understand how you make this happen they're like try it this way try it that way and they like work with you until you get it till it finally like clicks in your mind and so everybody just wants everybody to grow together and that's like something that's so important to me in life so I was like yes I'm gonna take this and run with it and see where it takes me okay well let's back I gotta I gotta piece it take it apart a little bit what's uh you said flow festival what <laughs> um how okay so like where do you do a flow fest? how many people would you say um the flow festivals I've gone to have been probably around 
200 or less people. Okay, but so where, where do you do something like that? I feel like you need a lot of space. You do, lots of space. Um, one of my favorite places is Elderberry Farms in Bangor, Michigan. Okay. And it's just this guy, Daniel, owns a huge-ass farm. And <laughs> he invites all these flomies and musicians to come out and just take over his farm for the weekend, basically. Right. And uh, But there's places like all over the United States. New England has a great fire festival. Um, we're going to Oregon for the prop gathering. So there's lots of like different venues that hold them. Last year, I went to this super cool festival called Flowdown Fire Festival, and it was actually a girl's wedding. <laughs> but she threw it and had her like reception during during the festival, which was absolutely magical, and had all these performers do their thing after they said their vows, which was really cool to be part of. So yeah, I mean, they're just they're just all over. And you said it's like workshops and such. Now, can maybe this is a dumb question. This is like the adult in me speaking. Um, <laughs> do people make money doing flow? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like yeah. a career. It is. I mean, I guess this is a career that I'm like. What we're doing is my career, so I guess why wouldn't that be a career? So, for like, sure, what sure. what is a what does a professional flow person do? Gosh, you know. <laughs> They perform, a lot of us perform at like music festivals, bigger music festivals. Um, so some, some of those people that you see are paid when you go to like a Bonnaroo or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, most of them are paid. Um, I mean, I performed last year for Halloween on Ionia. Okay. Uh, so, and you can make any, like any range of money. I know people that make like a thousand dollars off of one gig performing <laughs> at like Electric Forest or Bonnaroo or Coachella or something like that. So, I mean, there's actually, like, money to be made if you're willing to commit your time to your practice, just like any other career. Honestly, like, the more that you're willing to commit to it, the more there is that's achievable mm -hmm. for you. That makes sense. Is that, is that, I guess, is that what you ultimately want to do? Honestly, I don't really think that... Well, I... how long have you been doing it? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but how long have you been doing it? Uh, about three years now. So I guess you're probably four. not a professional point yet. No, right? definitely I mean, not. You laugh. I wish. That's how uninformed I am. It's like, I see you and I'm like, that's amazing. And you're like, nah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish, but there's some just insanely talented people out there. Like, I see guys that, and girls that juggle like five or six poi on fire Okay. Like it's like it's nothing. They can sit there and have a conversation while throwing these fireballs around, and I'm just like, <laughs> you know. Okay, so that's but you don't you don't know if that's what you want to do ultimately. I really love to teach. I okay. mean, performing is super fun. It's great to get out in front of crowds. My favorite is little kids. Man, I performed at this like uh, it was like a church youth group thing, okay. and there was a bunch of little kids. And hoops are easy because. Kids know hula hoops. When they see a hula hoop on fire, they instantly are like, I could do that. I have one of those at home. <laughs> like, I could learn to do that. So it's like a very tangible dream. And that's where I really learned that I love teaching. Because all these little kids run up to me and they're like, teach me how to do that. How do you go between your legs? How do you hoop on your arm? Like, <laughs> and it's just so exciting for me to like give them a hoop and watch them figure things out and like, piece together different things that they can do and they don't even realize what they're doing yet and I'm like yes queen slay get it girl you know that's awesome yeah so I really I would much rather teach than perform I think 
So you want to go into teaching. Now, you also have this thing coming up, which is interesting to me. I don't, I don't understand, I guess, uh, I'm getting all over the place. I'm trying to keep it straight. <laughs> you Right now, I know you work two jobs in addition to doing flow. And so you basically do flow whenever you have time. And then I know this summer, you're throwing the jobs to the wind and you're going after it. Yep. So I guess maybe start by telling everyone what it is you're doing this summer, and then I'll ask you about it. I am traveling with my good friend, Jeremiah Jacobs. Is he a professional? He is a professional. He teaches and performs at all kinds of big flow festivals. And he basically has the opportunity to bring somebody along with him. He's got a lot of plus, plus one tickets for these festivals, and he's like, I want you to come adventure with me. And it's crazy. My life has been like super hectic the past couple of months like I said I my car just got totaled by a drunk driver I like broke up with my boyfriend moved out of our house that we had together into this place so I have this I've had this like feeling of like why is the universe against me why are uh-huh. all these bad things happening to me and now I realize that it was like opening up this opportunity to go on the run yeah. I just I don't have anything holding me I don't have a car loan anymore I don't I'm not signed into a lease so it's the perfect opportunity for me to just like cut all my ties and like not have anything to worry about until I come back in September. Okay, I'm going to start with the hardest question first. How did the family react to this idea? They're so excited. Okay. Honestly, I was really worried about telling them like, oh, hey, mom and dad, I don't really have that much of a plan to tell you. All I can say is I'm going on the road with this friend that I've had for a couple of years that you've never met. But don't <laughs> worry, he's he's totally legit, totally a good, trustworthy guy. And I expected my parents to be like, Layla Marie, yeah. what are you doing with your life? <laughs> like, you're legitimately trying to run away and join the circus. Yeah. But they backed me 100%. You know, my mom was like, I think that this is what you need to do with your life. She's like, I know that you've always been passionate about traveling the last three years you've dedicated yourself to this flow life and you haven't given it up yet so it's obviously something important to you and she wholeheartedly supports me my dad is the same way and I mean my dad's a musician he's played drums his whole life so he gets it Mm -hmm. so it's really awesome to have all these like wonderful my family and my friends too like this awesome support system that's like backing me all the way so they're never like, what, what? Basically just, no, there's never. No, that's awesome. Yeah, that's super, very like uplifting for me. Now what do you, I got a backtrack because this made me giggle in my head when I thought of it. What do you call a professional flow artist? Is it a, like, like if you're a, like if you do plumbing, you're a plumber, but I, you can't be a flower. Like, is that, is a, that what you would say? A flow artist. Or <laughs> depending on how deep they go into it, some of them prefer to be called object manipulators. That sounds way cool. Because some of the things they do are way cooler than just like <laughs> grabbing a hoop and like dancing with it. I mean, it's all, really, it's all like knowing the space around you and knowing how to control your prop and like how to control your body with this extension Mm -hmm. this prop knowing where it's gonna go and i mean one of the guys that used to teach me hoop mike hayataka he'll grab four hoops and he (laughs) just will blow your mind the things that he can do with four hoops like make all these different crazy shapes with his hula hoops and you're like how do you not like hit your head or hit yourself in the face or like trip over it? I don't even like, I'm not sure if I can wrap my mind around what you're doing right now. 
And, like, those are the guys that I, like, call the object manipulators because they're just so good at what they do and they understand their props so well. Yeah. I think those are probably the ones that I, I'm most interested in learning more about. But can you... I guess people are going to want to know this. Can, can you do some fire stuff? Oh, yeah. You get your fire stuff? Is, fire. It, is it easier than it looks? It is, honestly. The hardest part about playing with fire is initially lighting them up. Yeah. Because here you are thinking, like, I'm definitely going to burn myself. Mm -hmm. But once you start playing with the fire and you realize, like, if I keep this baby moving, it's not going to hurt me. It, it's yeah. the same concept as, like, you know, you psych yourself out when you're about to, like, run your hand through a flame. Yeah. But once you do it, you're like, oh, that didn't hurt at all. Yeah. You realize, like, what you can do with fire and what you can't do with fire. And <laughs> it's really fun once you start getting into, like, breathing fire and eating fire. Because <laughs> that's when you really start realizing, like, what your body is capable of. And, like, you can, like, suck these flames into your mouth and somehow you don't get burnt. And so everybody else is like... <laughs> what and you're like you just know like you know exactly how like you have a technique to go through so you know you won't burn yourself basically okay what is for you at least like what is the, the point of flow or the goal of flow on like a personal level like is it a is it a is it like a zen thing it's is very it... very meta like you reach like a meditative state like when you're really just into it mm -hmm. it's i mean when i get out there because there's days that i'll go out with my hoop and i'll drop it 800 million times and i'm like there is no connection why what is going wrong and sometimes it's frustrating but then there's other days that i go out and it's just effortless for me to connect to my hoop and like just just feel it just like no and like the flow zone is what we call it. You know, you just okay. get into that flow zone and like, I don't think about anything else when I'm in that state. All I, all I think about is the music and how it makes me move and like how this hoop is going to respond to all of my movements. And it can turn a bad day around instantly. I've heard that there's, there's flow for pretty much all genres of music. Actually, today, before I came here, I was talking to somebody else, and they were telling me about working the Attila tour and seeing flow at Attila, and I was like, okay. I was like, I don't understand how that works. So for you, like, what is, do you have one genre that's like your flow genre? Nope. No? I flow to everything. I mean, it's so funny because I'll literally just put my Spotify on, I'll just put it on a random shuffle, and like, it'll go from... Asking Alexandria and Pierce the Veil to Pretty Lights to Tipper to, and it's all over the place and it's fun because everything makes you boogie differently. Everything like you, your body reacts to every genre differently. So your flow is always like changing. Mm -hmm. and that's one of my favorite ways to practice because it. I always unlock different like combos and different like oh hey I can do this move and then if I flip around I can go right into this and I would have never thought to do that if it weren't for like the breakdown of the music right there okay so yeah I mean I'm all over the place 
I do not. I, I guess we experience music differently, <laughs> but I like it. That's cool. I like that. That's the best part about music. I um, I did. So I, I know I've known I've listened to EDM for a while, but I honestly haven't been too deep into the live music scene of it, other than a few festivals and stuff. And then for New Year's, uh, my buddy Ben and I, we drove out to Denver and we did decadence out there for two nights and there was tons of flow and everything and and i guess in the element i get it in the idea that especially in a world like edm i feel like there's so many different ways people take the music and like what they get out of an edm show it varies like a rock show it feels like everyone kind of gets the same thing out of it but edm it feels like it's a much more personal thing and is that an aspect of flow i guess is that it's this just something personal to it like you you say you feel a connection to your hoop. It's not like I just, I, some days I don't hoop well. Like if I was a basketball player, you'd be like, some days I just don't make shots. But you like, it seems like it's an extension of you in a way. Mm-hmm, definitely. It's, it's weird because it is very, very personal. And like, like me. Yet it's like a performance. Exactly. It's like the perfect combo of like being all about you, but then everybody around you generally really enjoys what you're doing too Mm -hmm. so it's kind of the best way to like do your own thing and then reach out to other people like my led hoops people at shows love to sit there and watch the leds because they make all these cool patterns and so it's like stimulating for them Mm -hmm. and it adds to their experience and it's so cool to me that something that i can do for myself will add so much joy to your experience too no, we don't count. Do we? We don't count the finger gloves as flow, do we? I do. You that's, do. That's a big. Okay, because that was like that was the one thing when I was at this thing in Denver where I was just like, like the back quarter of the room was just really messed up kids watching people way too Gloving. close to their face with yes. their fingers and yeah. it just makes it makes the uh the germaphobe in me a little gross because i'm like that kid is way too sweaty to have his fingers that close to my yes. eyeballs. <laughs> um, but that's all. That is a part of this whole, I guess flow as a thing it really depends on who you ask i know that so there are haters oh yes definitely there's some people that are like that's not a prop that's not flow blah 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 blah. so there is like a hierarchy of things yes okay which i and i can understand how you would think that your fingers aren't props because they are you like i i see like a hoop a staff poi props but that's not to say that you don't achieve that state of flow in your mind while you're tutting it's like finger tuts is what it's basically is because some of my glover friends like they do take it very seriously yeah they do there are people that are way into it and there it takes practice and lots of dedication to your art and watching other people and learning from others and I can't say it's 100% because I was sober, because I was not 100% sober. Um, But I do remember being kind of caught up in the moment and watching. I I love to watch people watch flow. I think like that's that's what I I get out of what you do is watching other people do enjoy it. But for especially the fingers, because they're so close to the face and their jaws are always agape. But I, that, I did notice that there are people who find like a rhythm to the music and it is kind of weird when it syncs up. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it without wanting it to be right in front of my face. Yes, I'm the same <laughs> way. I don't really, I'm not about getting like light shows. Probably for the same reason I don't like people being like right Yeah, just strangers and their sweat and it's, there's a lot of things going on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But I do appreciate what they do and like the skills that they have because I can't do that. 
at all. My fingers are retarded. <laughs> There's like some people like do all these like crazy light patterns where it looks like caterpillars are crawling in front of your face and stuff, but my my brain doesn't work that way. <laughs> I'll stick with my hula hoops. Have you seen or dealt with a lot of I guess anti hoopers? Like is that a thing? I know that I mean I know that people can be assholes, but like do people actually say anything to you? No, not really. I've never really... You're kind of in a group usually. It's hard to yeah. get close when you have a hula hoop around you. Exactly. <laughs> I would say I deal with people that don't realize what I'm doing more than I deal with people who don't like what I'm doing. They just don't get it. Or yeah. they don't really understand it. Right. Or they don't, somehow they won't see it at all. Like, inebriated people will just walk right into my hoop and it's like, this thing is so bright. How did you yeah. not see all these colors like spinning around me? And you're usually done up as well. Mm -hmm. I know for the Halloween thing, you had a cool little mask, half teddy bear mask. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was super fun. That's all of my memory right there. It's just like that image. Of that was such a good time. Uh, that was honestly like one of my favorite costumes I've ever gotten to perform in too. <laughs> I remember just being down in the crowd and like, getting in people's faces and they're like i don't know if i should be scared of this guy or like i'm kind of intrigued so that was super exciting so you're gonna go on this summer adventure you're gonna go to a whole bunch of festivals and things what do you what for you is the ultimate goal like what do you want to when we get to september like what if i mean i guess are you open to whatever happens because i feel like that you could leave and never come back you could find a job somewhere you could fall in love with tulsa oklahoma for all you know right, right. Now. yeah i know i'm kind of like in the same mind frame i really just want to learn i really want to take this as a learning experience i know that i will be around a lot of very talented flow artists and i'm just going to try to stay the course and not get distracted and end up ditching out and staying in Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know? It's hard not to. Uh, I know, I believe it. Because um, I'm that type of person, too. I'm the type of person that, you know, if I like something, I'm just going to go with it. I'm going to stay yeah. there and, like, um, pursue it. But, no, I just want to really, like, make new connections and learn all the things and grow in my in the art, pick up new props that I've never gotten to play with before and see what I can do with them. Like, I'm really hoping to learn more. There's a there's a prop called the Dragon Staff that I'm just absolutely in love with, and I really want to learn more about that. Well, it sounds cool. It is so cool. <laughs> so much fire. It's just, like, a long staff with all these fireworks on both sides. Okay. And you just do all these, like, contact moves, so it's, like, just rolling down your body and, like, behind your neck and down your legs, and there's just fire whipping everywhere, so it's, like... A pyro's dream come true. <laughs> so you're open to anything, but you just want to learn. Mm -hmm. And then what do you do when fall comes? Don't know yet? Hopefully not come back to Grand Rapids. I think that should be the be, goal. Yeah, just I don't want to come back here, honestly. I know that if I do, like I've got my serving job to fall back on. I've got a place to stay, but... It's not really a life. I don't, right. It's not what I want for myself. I know that I can do better things, like bigger things with my my life. So why settle coming back to what I already know? Well, I think there's this thing that happens to any form of creativity that 
And if you don't agree, that's totally fine. But I think you reach this point where once you're able to go out and do something with it, like do the summer thing, or if you go on tour and you're like a singer songwriter or something like, or you get published in a magazine, as soon as you get on the other side of that first hill, you're like, I can't go back. Like right. you, like you, it's like you've seen that the matrix exists and you're like, Oh, I don't have to, I can just do this. Oh, then I'm just going to do this. Like, mm. why would I ever do anything else? Right. Why settle when you know, at that point, you know what you're giving up. Like yeah. I know what I would be missing out on and I know that I don't want to miss out on these things. Like why would I come back to serve at TGI Fridays, <laughs> endless apps forever when I could just be out there like teaching and hula hooping and learning and growing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I hope that that's what comes to pass. It, it might not, it's probably not going to be easy. I can't imagine that's easy to make it and flow. No. I didn't know that it was not. a profession before. Today, so. Right. Most people don't. I mean, the people that I work with at Fridays, when I tell them, like, oh, I'm a fire performer, I, like, spin fire at festivals, they're like, you do what? Yeah. What do you mean you spin fire? What does that mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I try to show them videos, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, you don't understand how cool it is. I imagine people are like, yeah, how do you get those in the show? Like, you yes. know, they have, like, really dumb questions. They don't really oh, yeah, they don't yeah. think it's a professional. Okay. So what do you have between now and summer then? So, like, what what is your flow schedule beyond, like, practice? Like, where do you flow? If people want to see you flow, you're based in Grand Rapids right now. So, mm -hmm. like, do you... Do it at shows in the area, or are there events for flow? Um, not too many shows in the area. Sometimes my friends will throw like low key, like sets basically, where they just have a bunch of their DJ friends get together and like I'll go out and perform if they have land or if they have space. Um, but a lot of places that we perform at, like Michigan Peace Fest or Elderberry Farms, they have. A couple of big festivals, bigger festivals, like they did Branch Out Camp Out last year, and um, Boredom Fest is coming in May, I believe. There's another one coming, Space Invaders. We do a lot of shows at Elderberry, and we also, um, my fire troop Thermogenesis does all the fire safety for Elderberry. Thermogenesis. Yep. That's pretty punny. I like it. I know. I like it. <laughs> when I met them, I was like, oh, you cats are pretty cool. I can hang out with you for a while. They're like, if you get the joke, you can join. Yeah. I like it. So for people that, how hard is it to get started? In, well, I guess that's a good place to wrap it up. So if people want to be, if people are now like, oh, I didn't know this was like a culture. How do I become a part of it? Like, how do you get started? Just pick up a prop. I mean, when I first started, because I didn't even start with hoop. I started spinning poi and I had knee high socks and I put hacky sacks in them for weight and I just started spinning them. And I mean, you can look on YouTube for tutorials for anything these days. So obviously that's a great resource. Um, just practice, just play and like have fun with it. And if like look into like Facebook groups for flow because there's flow artists all around the world and they're always looking like, hey, let's, I live in this city, let's meet up and have a flow jam and we'll all go to the park and play with our props together and learn and bounce ideas off of each other. And I mean, there's big burn festivals that you can look into going like Kinetic Fire is a, a huge one that a lot of flow artists look into going to. Um, I mean, you just, Got to put yourself out there just a little bit. I mean, like I said, I was just 
hula hooping at the intersection and it literally like the life came to me they were like you need to be part of this and now well okay so out of your circle of friends you're the people that you are close to you what percentage of those outside of like you know blood relatives are flow family is it more than 50 percent at this point in my life yeah like so it's really like it's become your life yeah definitely i mean the people that i hang out with the people that, you know, if I have a day off and I'm, like, trying to get a hold of them to hang out with them, we're trying to flow. Like, I have close friends that, you know, we go over to their house and we push all their furniture to the, the outside walls and we're just, like, spinning stuff in their, yeah. in their living room. Sounds like the best viral videos of all time. Yes. Like, just the fly on the wall in these situations. Definitely. Just amazing. It's so fun. But, yeah, I mean, most of the people that I spend a good amount of time with are into flow now. Well, I hope it works out. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's got to work out one way or another. There's no way that it's like... You can't go back now. Right. I can't go back and I know that it's never going to leave me and it's never going to let me down. Um, even if I don't ever like become this well-known teacher, performer, like the ways that it's changed my life and made my life better already... There's nothing else in the world that could do that for me. Honestly. No, I get that. I get that. No, I think that's yeah. I think you said it. Like that's that's the perfect perfect way to put it. 